warned you this would happen if you stayed tuned. I'm Mark Mills. Thank you for joining us today. This is the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys. Here in Monroe County, we have A-rated schools. That's as good as it gets. And uh, we're going to find out how that happened. Because this is, after all, the place we lovingly referred to as, well, Vacation Island, the land of misfit toys, that type of thing. So uh, the Keys has a reputation, but our schools have a better reputation. Uh, sitting next to me is John Dick, who is a member of the Monroe County School Board. John, we're going to get to you in just a couple of minutes. Uh, folks, we are broadcasting from a new location today. This is the Masonic Lodge in Tavernier, Florida. You can see behind me a load of boxes. Those boxes are being prepped and sent to the Bahamas, to the Dorian Hurricane Dorian Relief Fund that we've got going on, and it's still happening here uh, at the Masonic Lodge in Tavernier, 284 Tavernier Street in the Upper Keys uh, of the Florida Keys. So if you want to continue to donate, uh, pitch in, do your part for the folks who basically took the bullet that was aimed for Florida. Um, it was a tough one, but, uh, you know, uh, it's our job to well, pitch in. We've been there. We've done this. So uh, if you uh, have a mind to it, baby wipes, water, you know, uh, uh, non-perishable food items. And uh, actually, I'm going to point back at Harry in a moment, uh, and uh, we'll get the uh, address where people can or how they can go about donating money uh, because the Masons here will go out and buy uh, the things that are necessary on the shopping list for the folks in Abaco, and I think it's Grand Bahama. Is that it, both those places? Abaco and Grand Bahama, yes, Cool, sir. yeah. So, Harry, do you have that information on how can they donate money here? Uh, if they will just go to the RadioA1A.com, front of the site right there, okay. our engineer Dewey Ingstrom has Woo-hoo. placed a beautiful icon there for you to just click and donate, and uh, 100% of, well, Facebook charges a little credit card <laughs> fee or something, but a very small, 1% or 2%. But the rest of it, 100%, goes to get the generators up and going for a yeah. uh, soup kitchen slash canteen where they're going to be serving hot meals to the residents and also the first responders. Now, if you think about it, folks, this is a place that where hot meals. Oh, yes. Yeah, they haven't happened in a long time. Yes. So uh, electricity, water. Still doesn't exist over there unless you've got a generator. So uh, the uh, Hurricane Dorian Bahamas Relief Fund still very active here at the Masonic Lodge in Tavernier. We would appreciate you getting on board. Go to the RadioA1A.com webpage and uh, check it out there. Speaking of the webpage uh, and that sponsorship thing that <laughs> makes radio possible, uh, we want to thank uh, Jenny Pinnell and uh, the ladies of uh, the um, um, Come on, Mark, your brain, where is it? Uh, Sunshine Title. Sunshine Title of the Florida Keys of Mile Marker 103. You know, the damn Alzheimer's, man, I'm telling you. It's, just, you know, it's actually that stroke, but, you know, what stroke was that? I don't remember. It was so long ago, but, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, you got to make light of some of these things, especially when you're doing it live on television and radio. That is an so. amazing bunch of ladies at that time. It is. They're awesome. And uh, yeah. Michael and I like to refer to is no surprise closings because the last thing that any real estate agent wants is that surprise. Hey, we don't have their funds. We don't have this. We didn't get an inspection. So, you know, uh, and that just plain doesn't happen at Sunshine Title. So Ginny and uh, her crew 
have gotten us through so many closings that uh, we're just tickled pink about them, and we highly recommend them to all. Uh, our new sponsor, Jim LaPointe, a local lender, Key Largo guy. His rates are I, I I think he's got a mob connection. I'm not sure, but you know uh, the rates are incredible, uh, which would probably keep him from being a mob connection. Tell you the truth, but they, all these things uh, being what they are, uh, go to radioa1a.com to the webpage. His rates are posted there, uh, fresh every week, and I think right now it's like three point three percent. And your credit score doesn't have to be, but maybe six eighty or seven hundred, something like that. So, and that's no closing cost, by the way. That's in and out without any, yeah, without yeah. any necessary no points, no fees, no nada. That's right. So, yeah, it's a pretty good deal. Uh, also, uh, to the. Uh, now, what's the new one here? Cuban Crime of Passion. That's uh, the latest in the uh, Chip Bell series of uh, Jake Sullivan crime novels. And uh, you can the, the guy's got about uh, 30 of them, and they're great quick reads. The Perfect Beach Read. Uh, also uh, coming out on audiobooks pretty quick uh, from Amazon. But go to, again, the, Florida, or the um, RadioA1A.com webpage. And uh, click on uh, the guy under the uh, palm tree with a gun, uh, and uh, that'll give you all the information on Chip uh, Bell. Flash, Flash, just an announcement from Chip <laughs> Bell. Last night, he has now published the latest number 15 in the series, wow. and that is called Gypsies in the Palace. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, and that's, that's got to be a newer uh, Buffett title. Uh, Gypsies in the Palace is a song from probably the 80s, maybe. Oh, thanks. So, well, All right, yeah, our, that, list, our listeners will tell us. Yeah, they, that, they're that, experts. That damn stroke is uh, you know, leaving, <laughs> leaving black, blank spots in my head again. But So uh, moving right along, uh, we've Got all that stuff. I always, like we say, go to the webpage, uh, check out those interest rates, uh, and, and check out uh, Chip L's uh, latest uh, in his uh, series of crime novels. Good stuff. Now, uh, we have moved to a new location uh, since Dorian blew through town, and uh, uh, we are no longer at Mount Marker 81 in uh, uh, Isla Morada. We moved up to Tavernier. Key Largo guy, I'm happy about that. My uh, commute has uh, been altered considerably. So I'm always uh, tickled pink when uh, paradise uh, improves itself, and in this case, that is happening uh, with me today. And this is really cool because I remember, John, thank you so much for coming on board. Uh, when you first ran for school board, I uh, tried, you know, we were, we were huddling, wringing our hands at Clear Channel, <laughs> trying to uh, think of, uh, you know, way to... Kind of uh, grab the uh, you know, the microphone and then drop it, of course, uh, at a uh, debate with uh, candidates for the school oh, board. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember asking you if Sandy Biseglia had been dumped for a minority hire. And you know, I got I got uh, like half a dozen. You know, I think you were up there with three different candidates. And you know, uh, the other three, uh, no, the first two. The first two kind of did this polishing the pew thing, <laughs> you know, like your kid in church, you know, you know, little little, little squirmy was going on, you know. And then, you know, I go to John. Same question to you, John. You know, blah uh, blah 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 blah, and and he went, yes. And I went, Holy cow! <laughs> this guy just told me the truth, you know. 
Unbelievable. So, and then of course, you know, whoever was sitting on uh, on your right side said, "Yeah, mm-hmm, me yeah. too." <laughs> you know, but unfortunately uh, enough, you won that seat. That is, you are serving your third term now. Actually, uh, you know, I, I'm actually in my fourth. I made fourth a mistake. Term. I'm in my just out of my fourth term. You're right. Yeah. Well, and it, it was that stroke that I didn't have either uh, <laughs> that made me tell you that there was three. Good yeah, things. those years start to uh, yeah. add up, and the yeah. snow on the roof and all that crap, right? Yeah, I get it. You know, but okay. So you're you're into your fourth term now, Correct. school board, and we did talk a little bit before the show uh, about you know. I mean, it. I. It's funny if you look back how many uh, members of our current uh, House of uh, uh, Representatives and uh, and and United States senators actually served on school boards at one time. Oh. The numbers are quite high. Yeah, you know because it's where a lot of people who wind up. You know, uh, going up there, uh, you know, uh, start out their uh, public service. Well, I've not started out on the school board, but I'm going to end on the school board <laughs> before you say, either go anywhere. I don't like where the yeah. direction there. <laughs> good, I, good idea. I'm staying on yep. the school board. Yeah, get out before the water <laughs> gets too deep, right? What I mean, how is it that you got on the school board? School board. I mean, I know you won an election, but you well, know, what motivated you to do that? You know what happened? Uh, we moved down here in in 19. 19- what was it, 1989, and, and then my wife applied to, she's a teacher, to mm-hmm. get a job in, in the school district, and, uh, you know, we came from Long Island in New York, and, you know, that's a great public schools. school yeah. district. All right. right. And, I, and we didn't expect uh, to have the same thing here. We knew and we felt we'd uh, had three uh, three children, but only two were still going to school. Right. Um and and I knew we felt that we'd have to supplement their education a bit and all that. But so anyway, my wife applied for the teacher's job, and and uh, she was given the uh, the art teacher's job at Marathon High School. Wow! She was not that wasn't her certification, but the art right. teacher left, and so she okay. they said you know take it as an emergency, and she then got certified in art. She took right. the classes and all that. But right. but anyway, uh, the thing is they. Uh, Brought her into a into a room, and the teacher's desk is in the front, and and she told me how it was. They opened up the top drawer, and there was a couple of pencils and two or three crayons, and, and they said, "Here's your art supplies." Whoa! Uh, you, oh, you know, boy, I'm and so I'm you. saying, "Wow, Jeez. well, there's things are that bad here," and and then. Uh, of course, we didn't have the internet then now to right. so find out. But I started calling the district, uh, the state, and this, and finding out. You know, they'd send me these books about the funding and all this, and I'm saying something's not right here. I mean, yeah, they're getting more money than than they used to. The people in the school district and everybody used to believe it. They would say, "We get the least amount of money in the state," and it was a funny way they said that because what they were saying is the state of Florida doesn't give us much money. It comes from our own taxpayers, right? But in reality, the school district, whether it came from the state or, or the local taxpayers, they were getting the most money of any district in the state of Florida on a right? per-student basis. Of wow. course, you know, they don't get more than Miami-Dade, but right. per-student, they were getting way more. And so I started, you know, going to school board meetings and talking and bringing and saying, well, you guys get a lot more. You get this. And 
And I kind of started to irk them and change things around. And Don't piss off a guy uh, from Brooklyn. And, right? then, <laughs> and then Marathon yeah. High School, uh, I went to this, because we live in Marathon, and I yeah. went to the uh, school advisory council, and it was all women, and I was the only guy there. And they said, well, next year you should be the school advisory chairman. I, I was, <laughs> The last thing I needed yeah. to be doing, I but uh, you know, I didn't yeah. come here to you know yeah. get involved in the schools. And believe right. me, there's some people in my family that, if they knew, you know, they're they're buried. <laughs> they uh, if they knew I was on the school board, they'd be coming out of their graves. What are you doing on the school board? <laughs> so, uh, but that's uh, classic. I love you know, that. Yeah. But uh, it's it's you know, and then after doing that for a while, I. Uh, uh, well, you know, it's haunted. And, uh, yeah, it is. And then yeah. uh, I went, uh, you know, and people said, well, John, let's get get you on the school board. So, uh, you know, I did. I ran the campaign, and, and it was successful, and it's always been successful. And, so far, so good. And, yeah. and it's been, you know, it's been a... It's been very interesting and very fulfilling in ways. You know, we've had a lot of, you know, troubling issues in the first... There's uh, been some ups yeah, and downs. Yeah, yeah. And understood. Then, and, uh... You know, then, of course, the normal problems that hit. And then, you know, now we have, uh, you know, school safety is a big issue. Sure. So, you well, know. And, and, that's a, and that is a bridge. That's a wide bridge, man. There's a seven-mile bridge right there yeah. when you think about it. Because when you first got on the school board, as I remember, um, you know, that was about the time that the, you know, Ace of Ada, uh, yeah. debacle came about, yeah, you know, it was, and, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it, talk about jumping into the fire. Yeah. You know? It was, uh, it was a tough time and it yeah. was not fun. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of heated discussions and, uh, you know, we well, were on the you know, losing end of a lot of votes and sure. so we kept on putting the word out and the newspapers kept writing stories and radios kept, you know, talking about what was going on and yeah. it finally swayed the, and we we'd get a third vote, and then next thing you know, uh, you know, uh, the thing broke. Yeah. And and uh, you feel like, and you do a head check that that the district has recovered or is still mid stride in recovering that. Which do you, oh no, that's that's way past. Way past. Now. I mean, you know, there are some people that will still talk or say something, but right. it's it's the. There's no more residual effects. You think in the trust district. has been reestablished? Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, it is by far. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and let me give you an example. I can tell you a, a recent one. You know, I mean, every time we've asked the community to step forward and help us, they always have. So uh, when the uh, uh, the school safety thing came up, where we have to have a uh, sheriff's deputy or an officer, an armed right. guard in every school, right. uh, including the charter schools, which you know go through us, we don't have much control of them, right. but the funding goes through us. Right. So. Uh, I said to the superintendent, uh, and this is only two years ago now, and I said to the superintendent, look, there's going to be a problem of getting these uh, officers. We have to get them to the Key West Police Department and the Monroe County Sheriff. There's a lot of officers. They're right. already short officers. I said the funding, you know, the state gives us X amount of dollars. It's nowhere near enough to pay for the, the cost of salaries of down not. here. So I said let's us take on the funding all the way. We'll pay the whole fund uh, cost of every deputy for the salary and benefits mm-hmm. of, of the deputies. And I said, we'll go to the taxpayers and ask them for a special, you know, a, a special assessment, a, a assessment yeah. to add. And what I went and I said to the taxpayers and, and the, the board agreed with me, said, OK, let's do this. And we just we'd be very specific about what we do with the money. 
we said, okay, we, we estimated what it would cost, and we said to the taxpayers, give us authority to go up to point oh six two five, and we won that. Uh, it came through on the vote. It had to be voted on, yeah. and, and it was an astounding win. It was a very big win. Solid win, yeah. And, and then we, uh, we, as I said, we said we'd go up to point oh six two five. Right. As we got closer to it and more discussion with the the – the uh, sheriff's deputies and, and the Key West police, we only took point oh five, So we didn't take point oh six two five. We only took point oh five. Smaller percentages. And then I good. did say to everybody, I said, what we have to do is show the end of the year. I want to say, here's how much we collected. Yeah. Here's how much it costs. There's a little left over, whatever. Well, uh, and we had saw what we had at the end of this year because the first year ended. And now we're going, we lowered it again to point oh four for this tax thing. So but my point of it is people have come forward. They don't go back and say, oh, you know, you guys had uh, raw, uh, you know, yeah, theft you, and, uh, years is, ago. Yeah, but people you guys stepped forward for us. Yeah, and they, they did step forward and you showed them transparency. Yeah. You know, yes. I mean, that's that's the amazing part about this because nine times out of ten, you ask your government and, and it, I know this is yeah. taxpayers feel this way. I'm a taxpayer. Right. You know, it uh that you know, they, well, you know, give us a little bit of money and, and we'll take care of it. And it doesn't get taken care of, yeah. and you're yeah. pissed off, and, no. and you no. want to know where the money went. And they no. kind of look at you like, oh, well, you don't have the right yeah. to know where the money went, you know. And and, it, and I even said, you know, we need to do that for the charter schools because, uh, like for instance, you have a charter school up here, Ocean Studies right. Charter School. Right. They could not afford to. Have Hire a deputy on their own? No. They couldn't have done it because it's a small school, yeah. and it, the amount of money would have been, you know, would have been detrimental. Well, it's got to cost they what forty to sixty thousand dollars a year, doesn't it? More than that. Yeah. So okay, because salaries and benefits. Yeah. So it's it's about eighty thousand dollars a year, <laughs> and I think Key West is a little bit more. Well, so and you know, the, you know the ironic thing is. That's not very much money either. Yeah, in, yeah. In, in one way, yeah. Yeah. And and so that charter school would not have been able to afford that. And yeah. that's what I said to, to the superintendent. I said, they don't get the kind of money from the state to help in, in any way like that. The state sends money to us, to school boards. It's called the safe schools money. And that's the money that we right. had used previously to pay for sheriff's deputies. And it didn't pay for all of them anyway. When we always, We've always had them in the high schools and in mm-hmm. the middle schools. Well, that didn't cover enough for that. So, uh, Is the safe schools money uh, passed down from the feds as no, part of that? And no. So that's it's, all state money. It's all state money. Yeah. Uh, and and so uh, I think the charter school there, it goes on a head count. So we just get the money and it's divided up into each school by the amount of students. Right. And I'm going to guess that that Ocean Studies charter school amount would have been about less than 10000 for sure. <sighs> Yeah. So, you know, how are yeah. they going to come up with $70,000 to pay not, for, for a, a deputy? And then some of those charter schools are a little too small, too, to fit with it. So uh, it, it helped them out. I think they were very happy. Uh, um, I know Treasure Village Charter was the same way. They were mm-hmm. very appreciative of it. And, and I said, look, it's all our kids. The children in this community, they're all ours. So, Doesn't make any difference whether it's a charter school or a no, public school. You know, they're Monroe County students. Yeah, same, same. that's what counts. So, and so, uh, but again, my point on bringing that up was really to show that the, the public comes forward for us. But I've always been straight with them, telling them, here's what's going on, here's what we're doing. And, uh, you know, they've, they've responded. Awesome. All right. We're going to hold right there for a moment. Uh, you are listening to the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys live on Radio81A.com, on a number of Facebook pages, on uh, what, 80, A1A Media, YouTube, 
and the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys. Well, they're and the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys. (laughs) We're everywhere. Just pay attention, okay? Uh, Please like us on Facebook. We'll be right back. Destination Southern Shores. Throw my pears up on a shelf. Head on off for somewhere else where the weather's always warm. Jake Sullivan lies near death in a coma. His best friend Mike drives the hunt for the man who leads a criminal enterprise that could poison paradise with a chemical weapon. There's no safe harbor to be had here. Cuban Crime of Passion is the latest in the Jake Sullivan series from author Chip Bell. Available now, Cuban Crime of Passion. Check out RadioA1A.com. Click on the guy under the palm tree with the gun. Cartel and Key West, corrupt politicians. Hello, this is Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate with your Real Estate Conk featured property. Today, spotlighting 125 Venetian Drive in Isla Mirada. Here, you can enjoy the phenomenal Isla Mirada lifestyle in this just-built waterfront home. Everything's new. Three bedrooms upstairs and a separate guest suite downstairs. Exceptional features include stunning granite kitchen, veranda, sumptuous master bath, and a homeowner's park with its rare sandy beach. This is your bucket list opportunity. For more information on this home and other power buys, contact me at 305-439-7730 and visit my award-winning Florida Keys lifestyle blog at therealestateconk.com. Surprise! <laughs> Great for a birthday, anniversary party, but a real estate transaction? Mm-mm, that is not what you want. You don't want surprises when it comes to closing a real estate deal. The way to a smooth closing with no surprises is Sunshine Title of the Florida Keys. Call Ginny or Pam or even Irene. Hey, These three gals will take care of you, close your transaction smoothly with no surprises. Real estate closings, 1031 exchange, escrow, all your needs are taken care of there with no surprises. It's Sunshine Title of the Florida Keys. Call 305-451-0032 or just Google up Sunshine Title of the Florida Keys. a chain of islands known for its crystal blue waters, famous for sports fishing, world-class diving, and its laid-back atmosphere. Nestled between the Everglades National Park and the National Marine Sanctuary, the Keys are home to a precious and rare ecosystem found nowhere else. Here you will also find world-class dining featuring fresh-from-the-dock seafood as well as other chef-prepared culinary favorites. has the feel of a quaint seaside village with a laid-back vibe, taking you worlds away from everyday cares. Stunning coastal-inspired homes line the shores of the islands, offering spectacular sunset views. Whether you start your day taking in the sunrise on your oceanfront veranda or heading out on the water for an adventure, the Keys has something to offer everyone. American 
American Caribbean Real Estate, your Christie's International Real Estate Brokerage, knows that our island lifestyle is just as important as the home, and we are prepared to match you to the right property to fit your lifestyle. As the local Christie's International Real Estate Affiliate, we have the powerful backing of the network, including 1,300 offices worldwide, and the only real estate company owned by a premier auction house. This, added to our local market expertise, makes American Caribbean Real Estate the right agency to assist you in finding your piece of paradise in the Florida Keys. There we go. Hey, all right. I'm going to say for a third time now. The laugh is gone, of course. But when when Harry hits that bumper coming in, it's like Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> not not quite as funny on television, I know, but it's funnier in radio. So, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Monroe County uh, has A-rated schools across uh, you know the entire county. Uh, uh, three high schools, uh, three middle schools, and uh, you know three elementaries. Yes. No, we get more than that. Yeah, well, right, well and for starters. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah. uh, but uh, we we kept touching on uh, charter schools, yeah. and I know that it, you know it probably ten years ago, charter schools were you know kind of one of those areas where people were a little nervous about them coming in, taking public money, and and you know how right. was it all going to work out. Well, and, and your take in Monroe County, what's what's the we've verdict? We've got uh, we've got one, two, three, four, four charter. Well, actually, there's there's a collegiate high school in yeah, Key West. Right. There's um, um, the boy. Why am I? I'm getting that thing. There was one school that was ours on the base. Right. Uh, what happened? And that became a, a charter school. Right. Sigsby Charter right. School. And then Big Pine, which is the biggest, uh, was the first one, not the biggest. Right. Actually, Sig- Sigsby is now the biggest yeah. uh, charter school. Big Pine, uh, and then you've got Treasure Village up here, mm-hmm. and you've got uh, Ocean Studies. Ocean Studies being the smallest one. Uh, you know, it started years ago down here in Monroe County with the Big Pine, and that was because the school district, that, and this is before I was on it, they, they had a school there, a little school, and they were saying it wasn't uh, you know, feasible to keep running it. And the community didn't want to send their students either to Sugarloaf or Go figure. or back to, uh, to Marathon. And right. they raised it. And actually, uh, it was a former school board member that helped lead the charger. That was Duncan Matheson mm-hmm. uh, when he was on the board. I remember Duncan. And, and yeah. he was a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, um, you know, he started that. Uh, I'll tell you an interesting story about the uh, Sigsby Charter, which is uh, the it's a school that's on the Navy base. And uh, when I was first the first term on the board, uh, they were talking about well, we needed to close the school in Key West because we've got too many char- uh, small uh, grammar schools. And the first school they decided to close was uh, Glen Archer. Right. So. I said to them, I said to the superintendent, it was, a, it was actually a Mr. Acevedo at the yeah. time, and I said, look, we can't just over the summer close a school and, you know, have it open up, uh, you know, this school year. With I said, we need to go to the, any community and tell them we're going to close your school. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're going to get a lot of heat, but you need to tell people. You can't 
just do it in a vacuum. So we go. It's funny. We go to the Glen Glen Archer community, and, you know, there's a community meeting. You know, we're going to close your school. Yeah. So they come in mass. Oh, guns blazing. We're sitting up on a dais, five board members and the superintendent. Now, I will personally tell you, I was the only one that didn't want to close the school. Right. I said, you know, Glen Archer is that old big building. Right. And, you know, where I come from in New York, that's the way buildings looked. That's yeah. what schools looked. And it was a beautiful building. And I said, that way. It's, uh, so uh, we're up there. And I so I personally was against it, but the board had decided. And so now I'm with the board. I'm not going to be up there on the say, saying, well, I don't yeah. want to. You know, yeah. I'm with them. Well, as they're talking and the people are complaining and complaining, of course, nobody comes from the community to say close it. They're all up yeah. there to, to, you know, don't you dare close our school. And so they they uh, started folding up on the dais one by one. The board members wound up, you know, <laughs> I was I, the quote from me in the newspaper sounded like I was the one that was was the leader of going to close it. Go. It was funny. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, you know, so they didn't, and then they said close. They, the, the, the school district decided next thing we're going to go close uh, Sigby, right. and I said, "Well, you got to do the same thing. You yeah, got to go to them." Yeah. So they didn't come quite as in mass. Yeah. But they still did were complaining, and because you know, they know they saw what happened at the other school. Mm-hmm. Well, then the school district, as, as as we're sitting up there, they started talking, and and the board members said, "Well, you know what? Why don't you just make it a charter? We'll help you. We'll help you." And I sat there and I said, what's wrong with this? The reason they were closing the school was because, and and it's a valid reason. You close the school, put two together, and one, you only have one principal, one, you you know, you're saving money. But now by telling them to make it a charter... We didn't save any money. No. We, we, it had no effect. on. Actually, we, we lost control of a lot of money. Right. But that's what they did. And they yeah. helped it become a charter. Yeah. And uh, uh, it did. It was, so we went through, I, I've got to watch my word, <laughs> aggravating the Glen Archer community for right. a while. And then right. we aggravated the Sigsby community. And what while, did yeah. the school district actually accomplish? Not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? You know, you can't. What are you people thinking? You, you know, yeah. when you make a decision, look if you and and if your decision is right, and you know you got to defend it to the community. You can't just fold because everybody comes to you know. Like if folding. it was the right thing, you got to explain it. Right. But it, as it shows, it really wasn't the right thing. So, and now, then, of course, we eventually did get out of Glen Archer School because when we built. The new HOB down there. Right. We put the, the we built a, a grammar school there, and then yeah. I was the one that pushed to say that's a beautiful building. It's taxpayers' entity. Let's make a deal with the city of Key West, sure. and it's the it's the mayor's or you know it's the mayor's building. It's the the city offices well, now. Yeah, you know, I mean a lot of these buildings that were built by WPA. Yeah. Back, you know, uh, you know, prior to, uh, well, end of the Depression era. There was know. there was WPA murals mm-hmm. in there, and they kept them. I mean, they actually refurbished them a bit, but they kept them. They're very beautiful, too. In this short sidebar, I was just in Vegas about a month ago, and the Mob Museum is the old courthouse. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and it is absolutely 
wonderful, <laughs> folks. I'm telling you, go to Vegas, downtown Vegas, not the Strip. Forget about yeah. the Strip. Strip's fine, but, you know, you're going to see really cool stuff. Go to the Mob Museum. <laughs> it is. It's incredible, you know. I mean, and it's not It's not a deal where they're saying, oh, go join the Mob. It's great. No, no, you know, no, no. Not like that at all. But, you know, they give you a factual accounting of how the mob started and, you know, the... The, you know, what you were talking about just a moment ago with, you know, well, we're going to close these schools. Well, you got to tell everybody, you know, <coughs> really? <coughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, when you approach uh, uh, issues in that manner, I guarantee you it will backfire on you. And one of the things that they teach at the Mob Museum in <laughs> Vegas is, you know, prohibition is what fueled the mob. Oh, yes. So, you know. Yes. <coughs> well, at that courthouse, I wonder how much money changed in between mob people oh, okay. in a courthouse. That could happen, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> there, there is a section where there's a little ditty. You know, you walk down the and the lights come on and somebody's picture will show up and there's a spiel about it. And it's like, you know, and this individual used to show up with briefcases yeah. full of cash to pay for these judges. To You know, I mean, it's, it's priceless. So, But, you know, a lesson learned in that. You know what? Uh, it, it, charter schools are a new entity yes. uh, unto the educational system. And, you know, I mean, I, I sincerely hope that we have the quality of public schools that we had when I was a kid, when yeah. you were a kid, because yeah. they were great. And in yeah. those public schools brought about the students who brought about uh, the space program. Yes. You know, yes. <laughs> I mean— you know, and and, and uh, other incredible uh, attributions to our technology and, and, and the medical field and, you know, uh, other things. So, I mean, the public schools have turned out great human beings. And uh, I'm, I think the level playing field, you know, yeah. uh, and, and I've said enough, so I'll shut up. Yeah, we're doing – and look, we, we send graduates to schools <coughs> all around the country and, uh, and also the, the – Push now also to not send everybody off to college, but uh, to give them a, a uh, uh, you know a vocation that they can use. Well, and we're doing that. Yeah, too, weigh so. in on that if you would. That you know, I mean, there is obviously uh, amongst the <coughs> Democratic Party a uh, you know a, a push to make uh, you know community college and in uh, state-run schools tuition free. I mean, do you, do you ever see anything like that happening? Well. Uh, you know, the cost of, of tuition in, in the state schools here in Florida is really it's very the reasonable. best deal yeah. around, yeah. all right? Especially if you get deal. doing it when you're young, you know, and, and you have your kids. You, you know, I I paid my, my oldest boy, uh, we were still up in New York, and he mm. went to a school in New Hampshire, and uh, then I had two girls who wound up doing uh, college out of here. They went right. to Marathon High School right. and, and went on to college. I, you know, I'd have to go back and add it all up, but my boy did one year in a school up in in uh, uh, New Hampshire, mm. and I think I paid more for his one year than I did for the <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> two yeah. girls to graduate from FIU. Yeah, I bet your wow, daughters yeah. were pissed about that. <laughs> okay. Graduate. Well, I'm yeah. saying graduate. Yeah. Now, mm. uh, you know, part of that is you have a lot of dual enrollment and sure. AP classes here. Mm. And both of my girls went to the community college, FKCC. Right. Living at home, prepped it up, uh, and then you, moved you know. Into the FIU. And, and what I yeah. tell people to understand, you know, some people say, "Well, I don't want to go to a local community college." You, 
you know what? If you go on to Florida State or uh, and uh, University of Florida or Florida International, mm-hmm. and you have two years from the community college first, your degree doesn't say, oh, two years from community. Your degree says you graduated in whatever field right. from Florida State University right. or the University of Florida, right. and you paid a lot less than if you went straight to the state university yep. and, you know, stay and live at home. I mean, I would recommend, and and the scholarships available in Florida, oh, yeah. the, what they, the Bright Futures program, uh, you know, both my daughters got that. But I have to tell you, uh, you know, there was two levels. There was one that pays three-quarter of the tuition and one that pays all the tuition. The three-quarter one... You, you, can, you could that? be an average student. I mean, you yeah. don't have to be a superstar, okay? Yeah. Uh, so I, I got to tell you the the that the bright futures, and that's funded by the lottery system, okay? A lot of people yeah. say, well, what's doing with the lottery? The school districts don't get a lot of money from the lottery. I think we get uh, probably about $700,000 in Monroe County directly from the lottery. So. But but they also fund is nothing to they, sneeze at. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but they fund the Bright Futures program, right. which has put a lot of students in a lot of colleges, yep. and uh, it, it's a great program. So all in all, and then between uh, you, you know the uh, if you can't afford it, uh, you you fill out the FAFSA, the free uh, federal aid program, mm-hmm. and 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 that's you don't pay back. That's not a law. That's right. they'll they'll pay that's you a grant. so. so uh, you know, you can. You don't have to spend a zillion dollars to to go to school to graduate and get a degree. And and look, my youngest daughter, uh, uh, she went on to University of Florida and got a law degree. And I got to tell you, uh, she's doing okay. She did fine. It was not a lot of money. <laughs> she took that one on her own. She said, yeah, "You know, I'll her. take care of this." But it wasn't. You know, when you hear these stories of people getting, you know, they're two hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah. You know, she didn't have anything like that, and she's got a law degree from the University of Florida. That's a good thing. So, um, yeah, nothing you know, wrong with that at all. So I don't, uh, you know, yeah, everything is free, but you know what? Somewhere, somebody, somebody's going to pay. <laughs> somebody's got to pay for somebody's it. Somebody's got to pay somewhere. <laughs> That's it. <Way laughs> I learned lunch. a long time ago. There's no free lunch. There is. Right? Uh, I've been Runyon. around. I've Damon been around. That's <laughs> yeah, my, my kind of guy. Uh, we are at about 38 minutes after the hour, folks. You're listening to the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys live on Radio818.com. We're going to take a break. Here he snuck that music in there beautifully. You should be a technician. <laughs> oh, no, please. <laughs> God, don't do that to me, please, man. I want to grow up and be able to go die and be happy and stuff. So, uh, We will uh, be right back. Please if like I us on Facebook. Stay with way, us. I'd set sail right away. Destination Southern Shores. Throw my cares upon a shelf. Head on off for somewhere else where the weather's always warm. Alvarado, Alvarado, purple islands in the sea. chain of islands known for its crystal blue waters, famous for sports fishing, world-class diving, and its laid-back atmosphere. 
between the Everglades National Park and the National Marine Sanctuary, the Keys are home to a precious and rare ecosystem found nowhere else. Here you will also find world-class dining featuring fresh-from-the-dock seafood as well as other chef-prepared culinary favorites. has the feel of a quaint seaside village with a laid-back vibe, taking you worlds away from everyday cares. Stunning coastal-inspired homes line the shores of the islands offering spectacular sunset views. Whether you start your day taking in the sunrise on your oceanfront veranda or heading out on the water for an adventure, the Keys has something to offer everyone. Hello, Radio A1A listeners. This is Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate. Let me ask you, are you tired of the same old real estate agents doing the same old stuff the same old way? I provide a level of service that most agents can't, don't, or won't. Contact me to find your piece of paradise here in the Florida Keys or to assist you in finding a great agent nationwide. As part of the Christie's International Real Estate Network, I've got a team of agents that can take care of you no matter where you are. So no matter what your real estate needs are, with 22 years of service, contact me, Michael Marinelli, the real estate conk of American Caribbean Real Estate at 305-439-7730 or visit me at my award-winning Florida Keys Real Estate and Lifestyle blog at therealestateconk.com. I look forward to working with you soon. You've been coming to the Keys for a while and you rent a nice place, but the rents keep going up. You know it's time to consider buying a home in the Keys. First thing, find out how much home you can afford. Time to talk to Jim. Jim LaPointe is your new Keys local lender. Easy qualifying, lowest rates, FHA, VA, conventional. Time to talk to Jim. Log on to RadioA18.com. Click on Interest Rates. Rates change often, so check them daily. Time to talk to Jim. Hey, Radio A1A listeners, this is Michael Marinelli, the real estate conk, wishing you tropical vibes. Keys, folks, it's that time of year again. You are running every which way you can, and it seems like you just cannot keep up. That's right. It's season. (laughs) Not that season. Tax season. Hi, this is Mark Mills. For the last 10 years, Marshall Walker and his team at H&R Block in Key Largo, you know, the one over by the Publix, well, they have done my taxes through thick and thin. H&R Block has been there for me, and they have won my taxes. Let H&R Block and Key Largo, next to the Publix, get your taxes won. The end of tax season is nigh. Call now, 305-451-2562. This is your Key West Honorary Mayor, Gonzo Mays, and you're listening to Radio A1A, music for the road to paradise. So damn the carnations. Full speed ahead. Okay, no Beavis and Butthead return this time around. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. This is Florida Keys Real Estate Guys Live. Michael is uh, taking a sick day down for the count. Uh, kind of a rough weekend. <clears throat> There's so many things I could say, but I'm going to let him pass. So, <laughs> Michael, feel better uh, and uh, and rejoin us if you would next week. I'm talking with John Dick, a member of the Monroe County School District School Board. Right. 
now beginning your fourth term. Right. Holy cow. <laughs> hey, Andy Griffith's been on there, I don't know, eight terms. Maybe. I was going to say, you know, yeah. I mean, Andy had been there a long time when I showed up in the Keys 20 years ago. <laughs> and it's not the Andy Griffiths. No. Right. Right. Not from Mayberry, right? But there is a Barney Fife down there who I, never mind. And this is Mayberry with good fishing. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no. <laughs> and, and a high occupancy rate at the guidance hey, center, indeed. too. <laughs> Let me give you a little, before you go, I'll give you a little secret so you'll know this about Andy. Uh, when my daughter graduated from uh, Marathon High School, you know, the, Andy was the chairman of the school board that sure. year. So uh, diplomas are signed by the superintendent and by the chairman of the board. Mm-hmm. So I have a look at my daughter's thing, and it said, Kenneth A. Griffiths. Huh? Oh, oh, I called Andy. Yeah. I said, Andy, what's this <laughs> Kenneth A. Griffiths? Well, that's really my name. Oh. And, uh, but you know what he figures? Putting Andy Griffiths on the ballot, he feels is worth 5% of his vote. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure. Because if you go in there, you know, you go in there, you're going to vote for the president or the governor or the, or the senator, and you're not really in tuned nope. on the school board. And you get down and you've got a choice between, you know, Joe Blow and, and Andy Griffiths. Yep. Come on, uh, Andy Griffith. How could they, what could be wrong with Andy Griffith? Yeah, positive so, name. You know. Kenneth Griffiths, he would lose five percent of his vote. He wins very good every time. Yeah, so I know, yeah. but you know, if he he's real name is Kenneth Griffiths. Well, he's done a great job too. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, Andy's a, good. Andy, but Andy's I uh, guy, so. he he works every angle for every vote. He knows how to do yeah. that. I'll tell you yeah, that. I, would, I knew a stand-up comic <laughs> in uh, Los Angeles yep. whose last name was Hitler. Oh, <laughs> rough. That's rough. not good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think he's just, you know, I think he changed it and he's selling insurance now. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So, you know, um, we have uh, gone through uh, a number of things here, but one of the things I want to touch on, Keys is a tourist destination. Right. With a little bit of luck, some of those people come here, experience it from wherever they are from. And, and, you know, buy a home, settle down, you know, they're going to retire, what have you. But a lot of folks come here and they still got kids in school. What's one of the main attractions that you can think well, of about bringing your kids to the Keys to well, educate Well, first them? of all, let me tell you, uh, and let's uh, I did exactly that. We came down on vacation right. and uh, and we saw a place uh, in in Marathon, Grassy Key, actually. Right. And uh, my wife and I would look at this. Well, you know, this really looks nice. We could, you know, when we retire later on. And so we bought a place. And we came down a couple of times a year uh, for three or four years. But, you know, I'd get on the plane in Miami and fly up to New York. And it would be rain and snow and this (laughs) and that. And finally I said to my wife one time, I said, you know what? Let's stop going back yeah. and forth, and yeah. you know. And I had a, I had an auto repair shop in Brooklyn, and I had the ability. My partner had a brother-in-law, and it, so I could make the deal and sell, and I sold everything out. So we came here, and and I'll lead to this for the question that you wanted. So, at that time, now this is thirty years ago, and I said, well, you know, we looked at the schools, and they looked sure. good, but you know, you know, who knows? We we were coming from Long Island School right. District, is one of the top districts in the country, and 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 um. So we, we, you know, said, well, if we had to help out, you know, my wife is a teacher. And so anyway, uh, when the kids, the two girls went to school here, you know, I, I will tell you back 30 years ago, they wound up get, learning stuff that they had learned a couple of years 
Oh really, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And but I will tell you now, I've been, and it's got not it's not because of me, but I mean I've been on this board long enough to now. That's no longer the case. This mm-hmm. school district is top notch. Okay, they are. You're not gonna. You, you you know you can come from any other district and you can come in here and and you will be uh, on par with what you were doing, if not right. better in some cases. Yeah, I'm sure there's some districts doing better, but we're we're top notch. We're sending kids to uh, the top schools around the country. Mm-hmm. You look at our. Um, you know, the SAT, now, state's not giving me the information like they used to, but I will tell you three or four years ago, I, I used to check it every year to see what how it was. Our SAT scores in Monroe County were very, very, were, you have to understand, we put more, a higher percentage of our students were taking the SAT than any other district in the state of Florida. Wow. So... When you say if the highest percentage of your students, and we were like 78, 80% of our students were taking the SAT That's test high. and getting, wow. you yeah. know, exam. That's high. And, and some of the districts, it was 10%, 12%, sure. 15%. But now you have to understand you have X amount of students. And so if you're testing 80% of them, you would think that your scores would be on the lower end. Because if you have a district that's only testing 10 or 12%, it's the top kids that sure. want to go to college. Right. But when you're doing 80%, well, I'll tell you, even with us doing 80%, our SAT average was up near the top in the state of Florida. Our scores were. That's astonishing. Scores are. Okay? That's yeah. astonishing because yeah. you, 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 when you have the, the, you know, the high percentage, it, it's going to drag you down. Right. And, and, uh, but it didn't. So, and, and then, look, let me tell you something else, uh, uh, which this is a wonderful thing. You, you know, if you come down here to the three high schools and you want to play a sport, you can get on the team. Yeah. The schools are not that big. I mean, I, I will tell you, baseball in Key West is a little bit, uh, you know, <laughs> baseball's king in Key West. Well, so you, yeah. You, yeah. you better know how to play yeah. baseball yeah. real good when, if you want to get on that yeah. Key West team. When the Marlins team. and yeah. Braves yeah. scouts <laughs> come you down know, here they, to watch uh, baseball you know, games. Key West yeah. is king for baseball, yeah. all right? Yeah. But, you know, if you want to get on the soccer team, the football team, and, and, and you can. I mean, there's JV, and, and so we have the sports, for, sports for the girls, but – uh, and, you know, we just opened up the brand new facility in Marathon High School. Mm-hmm. That sports facility is astounding. It's amazing. All yeah, right. It is. And, and all of our facilities up and down, we'll be renewing the Key West, uh, and we'll start on that probably next year. Mm-hmm. We did the infield for the baseball team, but uh, uh, it, it's so, so you've got good education. You've got brand new schools for the most part, or, or very recently new. They're safe. We have, uh, you know, I, I, Look, I know what happens in some of those Brooklyn schools. We don't have that. We don't have any of the influence of gangs or any of that stuff down no, here. Not so, really, no. You know, uh, that you can get in a lot of the big cities. So our schools are safe. And I think that uh, there are probably some kids in each school who like to think they're part of a gang. Yeah. But if they ever <laughs> ran into the real gang members. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Uh, believe me. Some I wet know. bloomers in that uh, crowd. Right, you know, yeah. I went to school in Brooklyn and I went to school you know of what you speak. way way yeah. many years ago. Yeah. So. John as a uh, parent who moved here 15 years ago 
and I walked for the first time into PKS, which is Plantation Key School, with my daughter and wife from the state of Alabama. The first thing that I noticed, you didn't smell anything. You didn't see any nasty things in the halls. You didn't see roaming uh, crazy things going on in schools. Probably one of the cleanest schools I've ever been in. And now that school has been replaced and is what? It's brand Brand new. Oh, yeah. That is brand new. Yeah. That no, is a new school beautiful school. Beautiful, yeah. We built the, the the two schools that had just opened up this year was uh, PKS Plantation Key School right. and Gerald Adams, one of the schools in Key West. Right, brand new schools. Uh, the only schools that we have yet to finish up, we're finishing up Switlick, which is the grammar school in Marathon, and then we the only other thing we have to do is in Sugarloaf School. In in uh, Sugarloaf Key mm-hmm. is uh, the grammar school section in the back. Uh, we'll replace some of it. Some of it we'll just won't replace because we don't need as much as was back there. But we will right. replace part of that, and and that's it. We're done. We will not be doing any more uh, school building. They will all be done. So you can send your school. Uh, and and these buildings are rated to class five. Uh, oh yeah, they're so hurricane I, shelters. I, I well. You know. the, they're hurricane shelters as shelter of last resort. resort right. We cannot officially open up as Understood. a hurricane for five. Yeah. Now, I stayed in Marathon High School for this Irma, and let me tell you, I slept through the whole thing. Uh, the only thing that happened to that school is some of the stuff on the roof, you know, vents or things like that got right. blown off. Uh, but uh, the school, you couldn't feel it. I've been in a house, in my house, in in class two hurricanes, and you, you can feel the house moving. I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, my house really got whacked in this one, but yeah. uh, I wasn't there, thank God. But uh, but the high school, you couldn't feel anything in yeah. it. So I'm telling you, I would not be uh, you know ashamed to go into any one of these schools in a class five store. Yeah, that's you know, I mean, and knock on wood, man, yeah. that's what you want. Yeah. So you know, I you know, and, and we're we're coming down. We're about uh, eight minutes in front of the hour, so. Um, I want to ask you about this, and I've kind of saved the heaviest for the last. Go ahead. Uh, with Stoneman Douglas, uh, it's come very close to home. Right. Um, you know, school shootings. Uh, have we built these target-rich environments, or I mean, I mean, are we are we learning? Is it getting better? Is it getting safer? Y- yeah. I, I. You know, here's what's going to happen. Schools all around the country are working on this, and and so are we. And I'm very satisfied with how far we've gone. But you know. What will happen is you will move it to something else, somewhere else. So they are trying to now try to uh, and figure out who is the potential. You know, up in Stoneham Douglas, when the school shooting was, everybody said, oh, it had to be, I forget the young man's name, but they right. all knew it was, oh, it was, it was him. Because they knew he was going to do something like that. Right. Well, we have the ability now to, if we think somebody's along that line, we can investigate, and right. and if they if if there's any issue, police can go there and make sure there's no guns in that house. Law enforcement so is we have to do that. to that because I I you know again, if somebody wants to shoot a lot of students, go to the park. Yeah, you know I mean the, we will make the schools safe, yeah. and, and so but more important is to go for the reason of why they're doing this. 
and stop them from doing it elsewhere. You know, Using uh, targets. You know, uh, they used to hijack planes. Now it's yeah. almost impossible to hijack a plane. But, right. you know, there's still things going on and, right. and you know, people do things. So, uh, you know, they drive trucks through the downtown, you know, through crowded marketplaces. Right. And so, whatnot. I mean, there's, so, there's know, all yeah. sorts of things that can be done. Yeah. Uh, but I am very glad to see that the mental health part is is strong and the rules have yeah. been changed. They're allowed to say, you know, hey, we think something's not right here. And, uh, you know, years before you couldn't, you know. Yeah, uh, you didn't want to get Got to wait till something happens right. and then, uh, you know, which it's is too late. a horrible way to run so, it, too. So that's – but our schools, I am very satisfied. You know, we've got uh, – there's still one or two. We're working on the single point entry that, you, you know, you've got a buzz to get into schools. Of course, the right. new ones, that's easy. That's what they were designed that. We were right. designing the, uh, some of the others. And, and the, the, some of the schools were built as an open campus type thing. Right. So we've – Spent a lot of money on fencing, and uh, boy, it's uh, you know. But but we're we're uh, we're almost finished with that. And now I like the way you just said that. We spent a lot of money on fencing, but you know, the the thing is, because you hear people say this, oh, it's too expensive. We can't do that. And it's like, how in the hell do you put a price on yeah. any life? Yeah, it's it's you know, of course. There were some, you know, that wanted to look like a prison. And, well, we don't want to have a prison. We don't want barbed wires on the thing, you know no. what I mean? But no. there are some people that, you know, so we, we have to deal with the medium on it. But right. we, we have an armed officer in every school. And and uh, just as, you know, there was some talk, you know, would you arm teachers? No, we do not want to arm teachers. We, we, we voted that. against that. Good. We have the officers come because... You know, God forbid you have something, but the last thing you want, you know, if the, and the police are very close to every one of our schools, right. they will be there in a in in a minute, at, yeah. uh, and so they want if they somebody's with a gun, that person's going to get shot. Okay, and well, you don't so, want an OK Corral scenario and, going on with yeah. the, with armed teachers and, and that type of thing. And then where does a teacher keep the gun because? You, you know, you don't want a gun accessible that, you know, so it's got to be locked up in something. And so if something happens, is the teacher going to be able to go over and get the gun? And get So, uh, you know, we were against that from the start, as was the sheriff and, Good. and the city of Key West Police Department. They didn't I, want I think to, that Rick Ramsey is uh, yeah. kind of tillered a, a very common sense oriented right. ship there. And, and they do drills in our schools and our teachers and everybody has done active shooter drills in yep. all the schools. So they, they have like a plan. Watch that. Well, I didn't watch it, so uh, okay. Well, but, I mean, I know, but I know what they do, and yeah, uh, yeah it's. Well, we don't want to uh, broadcast it's, that. Yeah, so, well, there's yeah. some things that we don't talk about yeah. that we don't say how we do. Uh, you know, but uh, schools are required to do these things now. You know, they're required to do uh, fire drills. Uh, you know, and I don't see where uh, you know the fire drills. There's not much in our schools that would really burn down right. the way they are now. <laughs> a lot but, of concrete for a building. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> yeah, but maybe you know, a couple of blackboards. Yeah. And that's I mean, not you can get some smoke unhappy, thing. So. I guess some smoke could yeah. happen. Some, yeah. no, you know, no more duck and cover. No. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. hide under your desk. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that way, your silhouette <laughs> will be burned yeah. into oh, the pavement. So. Boy, did I do that plenty of times? Yeah. Did you ever, you know, like when you were hiding under your desk, look over at somebody else and kind of go, what? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. What's this? You know, I got an atomic bomb is going to blow up over my head and my desk is going to save me. I got to love that stuff. John, yeah. uh, four terms, uh, you're going into your fourth term. I can't right. thank you uh, enough. 
for uh, coming to do the program. Oh, we're uh, glad. I'm very anything, happy to do this anytime. Anything new that happens in the school district, please uh, feel free no. to oh, come you, back. You and, can you call know. me anytime you want. I'll, I'll come down here. Uh, I'm going to go on vacation now for two weeks. so uh, <laughs> I, I, Get the school back yeah. in session and yeah. then hat grab, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I respect this so, man completely. So thank you very so, much. Thank you, you guys John. do a great job. And what you're doing here for the people in the Bahamas is fantastic. Awesome. And, uh, you know, because we know what it's like. Yes, we do. So, Absolutely. So thanks yeah. again. I appreciate thank it, buddy. You. Take care thank of yourself. You. All right. Folks, that's going to wrap it up for another edition of the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys live on the radio and all those websites that we do it on. Terry's in charge of that. I think I'll defer to him next time. So, uh, Michael, feel better. Next week, another show coming up. I'm not going to tell you about it until probably Friday. So, have a good week. See ya. If I had my way, I'd set sail right away. Destination Southern Shores. Throw my cares upon a shelf. Head on off for somewhere else. Where the way.